Hey guys, we're uh, back for what season three? Tough Minute Faith. Yeah, season three, man. Can you believe it? Uh, I really can't. We've done what forty-ish episodes. I think so. That's yeah. Pretty cool. Um, Approaching three thousand downloads. Yeah, it's pretty cool too. It is. <laughs> yeah. More than I ever thought we were going to. <laughs> we're shooting for thirty. So. Yeah. I think we just said in the beginning we just wanted to reach a few people. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. We never really talked about downloads. So. I know. Yeah. So this is yeah. cool. It's good. It's been um. When was it's been over a month, right? Yeah, about a month and a half since we wrapped up season two. Yeah, I thought I was going to be way more prepared for season three mm-hmm. than I am, but it's okay. I'm ready, ready to just wing it. Yep, let's wing it. Yeah. Uh, I just remember producer Blake told me last week, he's like, "Hey, you know we got to record next week because an episode needs to drop." And I was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah." I thought we had six weeks. Here we go. Already here. Uh, so anything we're going to jump into some good material, but anything exciting for you over the last six weeks? What you been up to? Yeah, no. Um... You took a vacation? Us, right? Yeah, we're both back fresh from a vacation. I took one three weeks ago, so I'm no longer fresh. I'm ready for another one. I get that. I'm ready for another one, too. I took one last week. Uh, we went down to Savannah, Georgia. Yeah. And, like, every time we take a vacation, we say we're not going to road trip. We're just going to fly. Mm-hmm. And every time we go on vacation, we road trip. Yeah. I tested out the wife's Equinox. Uh, yeah. Got it up to 123. I don't know about that. Well, I know. Here's what I heard about your vacation. What's I'm that? sure you have some stories. Okay, let's hear what you heard. But your wife sends a, sends a picture, I think, to you and oh. I, and I think my wife was on there. Did we went shark fishing? So she sends me your the shark you caught. Yeah. And I, I thought, that's pretty that's pretty cool, and they yeah. caught a shark. Yeah, she took it off the hook for me. I was so scared. Did she? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think it was tiny, but uh, she took it off there, no problem. Then I saw a picture of the shark she caught. Dude, four or five foot. It was ten she's, times as big as yours. Yeah, she's holding it on the boat, and, you know, all the jokes that I could have ever made. I didn't make a single one. Yeah. I just took pictures. I was like, I was... I was so proud of her yeah. in that moment. Tough woman of faith. Tough woman of faith. Yeah, <laughs> tough woman that supports a tough man. <laughs> yeah, no, she uh, she did awesome. Yeah, yeah, she branded me on vacation. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what that means, but okay. I was I asked her to, we were laying on the beach and uh, mm-hmm. I asked her to put on suntan lotion on me, <laughs> and uh, she put a big R across my chest for Rachel and did not rub it in. She just <laughs> left it there, and I didn't even think to even look. I just. She's rubbing my chest. I'm thinking she's putting on sunscreen. And yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> so for a few days, it looked like I was Superman, but I was just Rachel's man. <laughs> That's so funny. It was kind of funny. So Yeah, everything else good on your vacation? Yeah, everything's great. I'm good. Happy to, happy to be able to take a little time off and yeah. ready for another trip. Me too. We should go yeah. someplace. Let's go somewhere. All right. All right. You ready to jump into this or anything but else? today, where are we going? Uh, today, so we're going to... You had something you want to talk about. And then I was like, hey, there's a scripture that we... We talked about on Sunday, and yeah. you kind of talked about in the small group you you lead. Yeah, on Elijah. Yeah, is this ringing a bell for you? It is. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, I remember. <clears throat> Good. I mean, it's only yeah. two days ago or three days ago, whatever. This is uh, where Elijah's telling the king about the drought, right? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ahab. Yeah. Ahab. Um, we usually have better plan this. How about I'll just tell you like a scripture, you read it, and then we'll just kind of talk about it. All right, that... Sounds good. So what, what First Kings. Um, we you know you had a good title for this this podcast. It's okay to not be okay. You yeah, know what you just said before yeah. we came on here. Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people are wrapped up in trying to be okay or show mm-hmm. that it's okay. And yeah. uh, every once in a while, you need to uh, maybe crawl out of your cave and let other people know that it's not okay. Yeah. So, so the thing I'd add to it, like it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way. Yeah, yeah. You can't waller in it. Right. You just, you know, you need to be moving in a positive direction. Yeah. Um, but it's okay to break down every once in a while and have those. And kind of cool because you brought up Elijah over the weekend, and now, you know, Elijah, 
strong guy. You know, he's out. Look, look at everything he's doing for God. And, yeah. you know, he broke down. He did. All right, let's go. Let's uh, get into it. First Kings 17, start verse 1. Yeah. Now, so, there's some big words. Here's what. Here's my. Here's the preacher's secret, or at okay. least mine. Like a, a preacher is not the smartest guy around. Read him fast and say it with confidence. Okay. And no one. Will, well, people will still question you, but this. So how many verses do you want me to read here? Uh, I think just the first one would be good. Uh, here we go. First Kings seventeen one. Now Elijah the Tishbite of Tishbe, and Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord of God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain these years except by my word. Yeah, so he goes to the king, King Ahab, and lets him know, like, hey, it's not going to rain. Right. <laughs> so, hey, um, now I realize this is your kingdom. I'm sorry to bring some bad news to you, but uh, it's not going to rain. There's not even going to be dew on the grass. Right. What makes this significant is, so Ahab wasn't following after God. So Elijah's right. a prophet, so he goes to, yeah. to proclaim this to him. Well, they but, were following a different god, right? They, they were Baal, yeah, yeah Baal. and other false gods. But yeah. So he could have had Elijah killed. Like, that's a pretty bold thing to do, to go before the king. Like, yeah. hey, it's going to be really messed up for <laughs> right. you the next few yeah. years. Hey, you're screwing up. You know, yeah. you're worshiping a false god, not not a real god, right? And uh, not the real god, and yeah, yeah. And then they're, they're going to go through a drought. Yeah, let's skip to the very end to see where he finds himself. So, chapter nineteen, uh, verses like three. So I got it right okay. here, like chapter nineteen, verse three. It says he was afraid and, and rose and ran for his life. So there's something that changed, like right in these couple chapters. Yeah, it says he goes a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree. And he asked that he might die, saying, "It's enough now, O Lord. Take my life, for I am no better than my father's." What's a broom tree? So it would be, it'd be a smaller tree. What's significant, I think, about it is it wouldn't provide a lot of sh- a shade. Okay. So he puts himself. It says he ran as far away as he could. Yeah. And then he has a, a servant with him, a guy with him. He tells that guy, "Stay right here. Don't come with me." And goes another day's walk into the wilderness. Okay. And then puts himself underneath a broom tree, which isn't. Don't think like of a big oak that's going to give you a lot of shade. Okay. It's not going to give you much shade. Right. So he puts himself in a bad situation, yeah. away from his friends, and tells God that, hey, I'm just ready to die. Yeah. Um, and then even if you read on further, he's eventually going to find himself in a cave saying right. the same thing. Like, hey, I'm the only one that's out here trying to do the right thing. God, why don't you just go ahead and kill me? Yeah. So I don't know if you can relate to that. I can. I can. I've been there. I've been there many times over. It seems like um, it's funny how often we go to the cave before we go to other people. Mm. You know, we don't call in our friend. We don't call in our battle buddy we talked about in the past. We don't call anybody. We don't lean on anybody. We just put ourselves in the cave and, uh, you know, put our head between our legs and it is what it is. Yeah. Um, we waller in it, really. We do. And what's in it? Elijah's a good guy. Like, yeah. he's one of, when you think of, like, men in the Old Testament that did big things for right. the kingdom. Elijah's that guy. Like, he's yeah. a transfiguration in the New Testament. He, he He's he's solid. He's yeah. bold. He, he does big things. And he finds himself in a cave wanting to die. Yeah. So if, if Elijah can get there. Yeah, why can't we? Nick and RT can get there, right? Yeah, and the guys listening there. to yeah. this, right? So yeah, yeah, and it kind of goes back to the title of the sermon. It's okay not to be okay. Title of the podcast. I need you to start naming my sermons yeah, for me. Sorry, yeah, I'll, I'll work on that for you. Um, but title of the podcast, yeah, it's it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay there. Yeah, and uh, I think we need to make sure that we really drive home that second point. Yeah. So let's jump back into the story. Chapter eighteen. Uh, do you have that pulled up? No, I don't. Okay. Um, Look for verse chapter eighteen, verse seventeen. It's when Elijah is going to go back to the king now. Just when he starts talking trash? He's going to talk a little trash here. Okay. It gets better. Yeah. Like, Elijah's going to be one of your favorite guys in the Bible, I think. Yeah. Because it kind of reminds me of... Can I talk a little trash? You can talk a little trash. Right. Uh, chapter 17, or chapter 18, verse 17. When Ahab saw Elijah, Ahab said to him, Is it you, the troubler of Israel? Isn't that funny? Yeah. So he's, he sees Elijah, who's come back to tell him that, hey, it's going to rain. Right. right. He like he said, I, I imagine he's sitting on his throne, and he, he sees Elijah walk in. He's like, huh. Oh, 
the guy that brings trouble to Israel. <laughs> what a way to be known by the king. What do you want? <laughs> How are you going to screw up my day to day? <laughs> is what I was thinking. That 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 is pretty much what he's saying. Yeah. Then verse eighteen, he goes on. He tells he tells me answered. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I have not troubled Israel, but you have, and your father's house, because you abandoned the commandments of the Lord, and you now follow Baals. Now therefore, send and gather all Israel to me at Mount Carmel, and the 450 prophets of Baal, and the 400 prophets of Asherah, who eat at Jezebel's table. Yeah, so what's so, going to happen is he's going to have this big showdown, right? So yeah. we won't read through it all. You, you guys should go read it. It's in First uh, Kings 18. But there's all hundreds of prophets of Baal, and right. there's one Elijah. So it's funny, you got the 400 prophets of Baal, and then the one Elijah, the one prophet of... Of God. Of, yeah, of God. And uh, so it, you're one guy versus 400 guys. First off, you have the courage to stand up there and mm-hmm. do that with the, your king, or the king. And uh, now you're telling the king that, I mean, you're basically calling him out. And then you're going to try and prove while you why you are right, and he is wrong, in front of him and his 400 friends. Yeah. So the showdown starts, right? It kind of takes some cojones to it, do that. It takes know. a lot of courage, right? Yeah. yeah, courage. That's what I meant. There's a C word. I couldn't find it. <laughs> um, so Elijah shows up at this mountain. They bring all of Israel to this mountain, yeah. and and the showdown starts. So they, he lets the other guys go first. You right. know, you pick which bull you want to put on this yeah, yeah. So sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. So tell a bull, tell a guy to give him two bulls. Two yeah, bulls. Going to put one on this altar, one on this altar. So they start about 9 o'clock in the morning, and yeah. they're calling out the bell to try to get him to light this this altar yeah, on yeah, fire. Yeah, light the fire to cook the meat. Now, Elijah waits till noon. So he, he waits a few hours. Right. These guys are still trying. Yeah. And that's, man, what verse was that? Uh, verse 27. At noon, Elijah mocked them, saying, Cry aloud, for he is a god. Either he is musing or he is relieving himself. Yeah. Or perhaps he's asleep. Can you imagine? Yeah. Like Elijah's looking at all these guys trying to get this. He's like, you're looking at 400 plus guys and you're saying, hey, maybe you're, maybe your God's over there taking a poo. Maybe yeah. that's why he hasn't lit your fire for you. Yeah. God's sitting on the, <laughs> yeah. on the yeah. throne. Yeah. Maybe he's sitting on his throne. <laughs> so he starts making fun of them, right. which takes yeah. <laughs> courage, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh, take something. Yeah. Something. Um, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, but I could see you doing that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I don't know about 400 people, but maybe, you know, it just He's takes bold. a little courage. He's bold. Yeah, it takes a bold um, man. Tough man. <laughs> tough man of faith right there. Here we go. Uh, so he he does that. You know, nothing happens. Then right. he tells him on his altar, hey, throw some water on this. Yeah, throw like, some more water you know, on this. Some throw some more water. water yeah. and dump it all over the wood and everything, and God lights his fire. God lights the fire. It all It all happens. So, and then, okay, so now we're trying to get to the end here, right? So yep. what happens after that is basically all those prophets are killed. Elijah, Elijah's been doing a lot. So Ahab has a wife, Jezebel. And so he tells her what has happened. And so these were like her prophets. She's ticked off. Yeah. So all of a sudden now. Not like a woman scorned? How's it go? I, I you know, if you want to say something you can't hear, I, I'm going to refrain. I'm just, how's the saying go? I don't, I don't even know the saying. You lie. <laughs> I lied in your office earlier and you, you want to lie now. I see. So... He's scared to death of this of this lady. Yeah. And that's when he starts on his run to go right. into the wilderness, yeah. to go into the cave. You know. After doing all these great things, and now he finds himself running. Women so, can be scary. This woman When they're was, mad. This woman was definitely scary. I get it. Or Elijah had forgot about who was giving him the power. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. He uh kind of reverted back and you know, thought he was gonna have to handle it on his own and yeah. not be able to lean on God to give him the courage to, you know, to fight back against yeah. these people that are wanting to kill him. But he had a lot going on, right? So he just had a big victory. So have you yeah. ever noticed, like, after something good happens, sometimes you find yourself... Yeah, after a couple of big victories... You're kind of down you find yourself day. in a valley, or you can find yourself going into a valley. You can. He was physically tired. Yeah. I mean, this would have been several days of just exhaustion from... Yeah, just trash talking about... Tra- trash yeah. talking, yeah. 
I get that. I, um, I get tired when I trash talk too much. Do you? Oh, yeah. And it motivates me. Right. <laughs> uh, he would have been, I think, disappointed in some ways that he probably thought the whole nation, all the prophets would have turned to God, but they yeah. didn't. Right. And then you find himself alone, which we talk about a ton on this podcast. Yeah. He finds himself putting himself in a situation where yeah. all these things have happened, and now he's putting himself all alone. Yeah, and now he's alone. And yeah. doesn't have anybody to lean on. Yeah. And uh, once he, he's, well, we talked about it earlier, but yeah, he's he's sitting in the cave. and He is. You know, he's, uh, I, what, I think God comes to the cave. No, an angel comes to the cave. Angel, then and, God uh, comes. He says, Elijah, what are you doing here? Yeah. It's like for the last three or four years, every time Elijah made a move, it's because God told him to make a move. And then the angel comes to the cave, and he's like, what are you doing here? And, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of think about it for a second. It's like, wait a minute. Nobody told me to be in this cave. Nobody right. told me to go here. And that's kind of another spot that kind of hit home for me, too, is uh, no one told him to go and sit in misery and waller by himself. Mm-hmm. He did that on his own. Yeah. And then, you know. Sitting uh, there, and he was focusing on the negative. Right. That, hey, I'm I'm all alone. There's no other prophets. Yeah, um, yeah poor pitiful me. Yeah. Yeah. You ever do that? Oh, yeah. I, I do, know. too. Sometimes, like, everything's bad. Yeah. Everything's bad. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> And then, like, I'll go tell my wife about it, and she just looks at me like, you sissy. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. It's not that bad. Doesn't she usually say, don't you host the Tough Men of Faith podcast? <laughs> yep. Okay. So what I learned from this is that I think he'd forgotten what God had done in the past. Yep. It was a big takeaway. I had that. Yeah. Hey, look what God had done. So two things. Actually, there's two big things I learned. One, I could find myself in this situation. Yeah. Like, it's not beyond me to find myself right. in a cave, depressed, down, thinking all life is bad. I'm just yep. ready to die. If Elijah can be there, I can be there. Yep. And it's okay to know that I'm there. Right. But when I'm there, I need to get some people around me to remind me of what God has done for me in the past. Yeah. Because that's what, so Elijah, he's going to leave here and he's going, God's going to have him invest in Elisha. He's going to become like his right-hand man. Right. Where he's having that connection. He's ministering again. He's, he's yep. back in the saddle, if you would, like yeah. going at it again. Yeah. And God's, God's leading him the whole time, you know, to get back right. into that, you know, to go back into this direction. Yeah. And, uh, so if you find yourself in a cave today, it's okay, right? That you're going to be there at times. Yeah, it's okay today. It might be okay tomorrow. Right. Um, but you need to start working your way out of it. Um, you need to lean on God. And you need to find you a friend. Right. You need to find somebody to talk to and somebody that can lead you in a positive direction. Don't find any friend. Right. <laughs> the right friend. Find the right friend. Right. So um, I think we may wrap this up here today. Yeah. And then like jump into this again next week because you have some practical things you want to share to yeah. kind of tie into this. Is that right? Yeah, a little bit. Is this a good place to wrap it up? Yeah, I think it's a good place. Okay. Yeah. We're really happy to be back. You know, we needed a six-week break like anybody else. Tough sure. men need a break sometime. <laughs> they but, do. Uh, uh, really happy to be back. Really want to hear what everybody has to think about what we've been doing here. Well, I'm pumped to be back in the... You know, and we're in a new podcast studio now. Yeah, this is awesome. Cool. Um, yeah. So we're in the seat reclines. I have more room. We were in a 8 by 12 room last time or something. Right. I mean, I can't even... I can't, I can't reach producer Blake anymore. I can't even reach you. It's cool because I'm not worried about getting smacked by producer Blake. <laughs> right. Or, and you, you know, have to throw something. About I'm something. not even sure he could hit you from that far away. I can't even see his dirty looks that he gives me anymore. Right. So this is uh, yeah, it's it's not something a, new. It's not 110 degrees. Yeah. No kidding. Because that room would start off at like 60. Mm-hmm. And then by the time three of us sat in there for an hour. Right. You know. No, I, I like it. Um, no, I'm really excited. I'm really excited for season three. I'm too. I want to see some of uh, what we got planned. We got some interviews. We're going to have some more interviews this yeah. time around than what we had in previous seasons. Okay. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a lot of the same. I but... met a really cool guy in South Carolina, and we're going to talk about it a little bit okay. in the next episode, I think. I wish we could interview him. Let's. Where, where does he live at? South Carolina? He is in, check check out this town. It's called Round O, South Carolina. That's the official name. Official name, Round O. Let's, uh, let's do a road trip. You know, you said you drive on your trips. Oh, yeah. You don't fly. Yeah. On my vacation, I was supposed to fly. 
to uh, the Grand Canyon. Oh, yeah. Leaving on a Sunday morning. I think that'd be a really cool drive, too. Just saying. Well, we had four days. Oh, yeah. Total. Okay. So we're going to fly out one day, fly back on day four. Gotcha. And they moved my flight forward three days. Okay. So I was going to fly out on a Wednesday and fly back Thursday. Wrong. It's like, well, that's not going to work. Yeah. So we could... Yeah, we could drive. Let's road trip down to South Carolina. Let's go talk to... (laughs) Talk to this guy in Big O, South Carolina. Well, now you've pumped it up. So yeah. next week, you guys want to make sure you listen to hear. Yeah. Next week, I want to talk a little bit about advertising and how us men advertise ourselves and what that says about us. Okay. That's Stop. an interesting topic. Thank I'm you. not sure where you're going with it, but well, we'll I'm interested to uh, learn and ask you some questions. So anyway, we'll see you all next week. All right. See you.